Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers Global Ministries in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've uh, I've got three uh, great guys with me today. Uh, they're joining me on a Zoom interview right now, but uh, cool that we can use technology to stay connected. Um, but I've got our uh, regional director for Bakersfield, California, Les Piercy. A lot of you guys know Les if you've ever been to our national events or he's, he's been on some national uh, broadcasts too. You might have seen some of that. And uh, Gary Steffes, who's uh, our new area director, who's working right side by side with Les out there, uh, and also Brad Newberg, one of the board members out there, who's who's been a big part of, of what's going on. So uh, the reason I wanted to interview these guys is uh, we've all been trying to figure out how to deal with COVID and how to deal with uh, how do we handle our gatherings, and and uh, and I, I think it's important for us to share with each other success stories and, and things that have been happening. And so if you know anything about Bakersfield, these guys uh, probably do more gathering and connecting as a community than any of our other regions. And so these guys have been challenged probably more than anybody because that's been a really important part of how they do things. So, so uh, Les, I'm just going to start with you. Uh, just uh, how has this been for you? you, know, have, you got, how have you guys processed through this? I know that there's been a desire to still connect but you're also been trying to be politically correct or, you know, to, to be sensitive to people's needs. But how has it been for you being a leader during this time? We believe strongly that uh, scripture says, let us not forsake meeting together. And we continue to meet. Uh, when COVID hit back in March, it didn't stop us. Uh, we said, we're going to continue. We went on Zoom. We had some live. We even did our uh, commencement ceremonies uh, live. Uh, so. We have just said, you know, our God is greater, and we're going to continue to meet. And so all of our groups um, have leaders that have been open to it, and we've tried to abide by COVID restrictions. Uh, we meet in backyards. Uh, we have um, masks. Uh, we have uh, disinfectant, and uh, we try to stay a ways apart. So we, we've just said we're going to keep meeting. We do not want the Satan to, to win this battle. And the way we can win is by continuing uh, to put Jesus on the front of the table, not, not, not behind it. Mm. So it's kind of been a combination of zoom meetings, but also live meetings too, just trying to stay social distance and go in the backyards. And... What it's done for us, Brian has opened up so many doors. We have people from all over the country that are joining our journey groups now, and we're doing hybrids. And most all of our groups have hybrid groups where we have, you know, um, this last week I had a couple's journey group that I had 36 people there and I had four couples on Zoom. And so we, we have made it work. My young guys are technically sound and they set up stuff. We have even gone to the point of uh, having backyards. We put TVs in backyards so that houses are now available to meet outside. And uh, men are excited to have people come. And, and we just find that, man, the harvest is ripe. It's ripe right now. So let's take advantage of us. Let's not go backwards. Let's go forward. 
and the people are so excited that we are gathering. So that's kind of how we've looked at it. So Gary, why don't you uh, explain to everybody kind of your normal rhythms of what you, what you guys, what your weeks look like, you know, as far as all the things you guys are doing and then how you've had to adjust just so they can understand a little bit better about what this looks like for you guys. Yeah, so we, um, to, to, uh, to piggy off of what Les is saying, we've come up with a couple of different things that we've done to keep men, keep people gathering, uh, whether it be virtual or whether it be live. Um, based on some restrictions here in California, we, are, we uh, have the ability to meet outside. And, and thankfully, where we live with our weather, uh, we're able to capitalize on that and take advantage of it. Um, and, uh, and to do that. So we do a lot of different things that will be included out, out outdoors. And um, we've gathered people to, to pray. Well, I don't know if we're going to talk about that today. Um, do a big prayer day. We, we, we've come up with ideas on prayer gatherings. We've, we've gathered people in something that we call solely refresh, uh, where it was a, a full Saturday morning. And uh, we, we combined online components with men meeting in backyards all across. I'm sure we'll dive into that too, if you want to talk about that. And then also uh, our journey groups are gathering on a uh, on a weekly basis right now we have groups meeting all over the city um, some are meeting outdoors at a church um, men are gathering together and then we're splitting into smaller groups um, at the church as we meet outside some some are meeting in homes some are meeting in backyards uh, some so just anywhere that they're able to um, they are they're gathering together um, and then some are meeting online and uh, and like Les said we we allow um, uh, hybrid groups to happen and so I'm this morning I was up in Tehachapi uh, with a group of incredible guys and we had you know a handful of men online uh, and a handful of men live that were able uh, to meet and so uh, we're joining them together and continuing to have these discussions and like you've experienced Brian doing all your virtual groups like just because it's online it doesn't mean that the that that the message isn't going forward, like lives are being impacted. And, uh, and we will take advantage of any communication resource we can to share the love of Jesus and God in the whole, moves through it. He moves powerfully through it. And we've experienced that. So, you know, a lot of your gatherings for journey groups have been at like one location where everybody goes to one place and then they sprawl it up into their journey groups. But you said you're kind of had to make a pivot on that, right? And kind of move just meet in the journey groups in different locations. Yeah, so we were originally we were originally meeting at uh, at a high school here, um, and we would get together, and all the men would gather, and we would have a, a, a large worship time, and then we would split into groups, and we would meet inside in various classrooms um, and, and have our groups. Now we've we've uh, because of COVID, we've now had to move that. We can no longer meet at the high school, but we we take a similar gathering and we meet outside um, it, it early in the morning when it's still dark and we bring we bring lights lights and uh we got a small stage and um we just bring it outside and men will separate their chairs out uh we'll sit outside we'll have a, a similar start where, where a man shares uh shares for five minutes uh, something god's doing in his life we have a worship song that we play and then uh after about 10 minutes we split into groups and we have co-guides that will take that will take groups and uh i mean we've had we've had a great amount of men coming um and inviting and churches churches coming on board with that so yeah we we do that um we do that on thursdays and fridays specifically we also have men meeting and women meeting basically every day of the week somewhere um outside or just in a backyard mm, that's awesome so, Brad, uh, from a board perspective, did you guys have to wrestle through a lot of these decisions on what you were going to do as a board? Uh, talk a little bit about kind of the discussions you guys had as stewards yeah. out there. 
Yeah, the beauty of it, man, we don't got to wrestle with anything when the Holy Spirit's got it. Uh, that's that's the beauty <laughs> of it. And, and so really what it's been has just been uh, continuing to abide in him and say, God, what do you have next for us? Uh, and so the, the, what I would say has been one of the most one of the more amazing things I've seen the Holy Spirit do through all this is that when we stay radically dependent upon him, he can do all things. I remember in my quiet time uh, just a little uh, few weeks back, God reminded me I can do anything. Um, apart from me, you can do nothing, but you have to give me everything. And so the beauty of what we do as, as influence us here is we just want to give God everything. So God, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to teach us through this? And what I've seen him do, how we've been pivoting to kind of add on to this, uh, is that, uh, the groups, rather than meeting in groups of hundreds, um, you know, on a Tuesday night or a Friday morning, God just started opening up more time windows. He started opening up, yeah, Thursday morning. He started taking a Tuesday night group that would have met at at the high school, and he broke it into like ten different homes and uh, or or ten different new areas. So some men uh, have opened up their backyards uh, to to other groups to come who don't necessarily have places to go and offer their backyards to come to their backyards. We had a, a local church, a large church, that kind of made a statement and says we are we're not going to stop gathering. We're going to adhere to the laws that make sense. That we can't gather inside, but we're going to work within uh, the limits that we can work in. Less than 100 people, social distancing, being respectful. And so we just saw the Holy Spirit open the doors. We, 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 we have to be pliable like clay in the potter's hand. And we just kept letting him reshape it, re redefine it. And I'll be honest with you, it's reached out to more people because of it. And as influencers, one of the things I've learned too is that we have to be willing to meet each person right where they're at. Some people are really, you know, for, for right reasons, are really, um, you know, threatened by this, uh, this COVID. They could have pre-existing medical conditions. They could have family members that they're very concerned with. Gary even having a baby on the way. There's a potential if he was to get sick, he wouldn't have been able to be in the hospital room. I mean, everybody's going through things in life where we have to use discernment and discretion to make sure that uh, we're meeting everybody's needs. And so I saw God just say, watch this. I'm going to meet everybody's need who seeks me wholeheartedly. I'm going to give everybody an opportunity and an avenue to grow in a personal, intimate relationship with me. But you're going to have to believe that I can do anything. And you're going to have to realize that apart from me, you can do nothing. And if you do that, you'll see me do uh, every. You have to give me everything and you'll see me do it all. So it was incredible to watch him moving all of it. And I'll just say, we will come out of this stronger than we were going into it. That's the crazy part. That which the deceiver will try to use to kill, steal, and destroy when given to the Lord, he gives it life abundance. I've seen stronger groups, deeper groups. I see us praying more. I've seen people radically needing help coming, whether it's through virtual or whether it's through uh, in-person, whatever they're comfortable with, coming and coming just as they are and, and hungry for more. So it's been cool. It's been incredible to watch the Holy Spirit. We keep saying the Holy Spirit out here is showing off. He's showing off. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Brad. Um, so Les, so your your numbers are not down uh, during all this. It sounds like it sounds like you're seeing an uptick in people. Is it is that true, Les? We cannot keep the Holy Spirit boxed into a boxing ring. He wants to get out, and we can't stop him. And so we're just following the flow because he's alive and well, and wants to uh, do his work in men and women's hearts. So. We're going where we're inviting, and that that tends to be all over this Central Valley where we're at. So, uh, if you want to talk numbers, we can. But we, like Brad said, it's the depth that's happening. I'm seeing more of the young guys like Brad and and Gary and Josh and uh, 
Steve and Eddie. I can go down the list of guys who are just growing in their faith like crazy, but they can't contain it. So what happens is it reproduces what Rocky has taught us all along. And it and out here we're re- reproducing in the 30 to 40-year-old range. So young guys, Gary mentioned Tehachapi. Uh, there's groups up there with guys running it that are in their 20s and 30s that are expanding like crazy. So, yes, we are expanding like crazy. And I, and I believe Tehachapi, you know, that we have 120 guys in journey groups up there now. Last year we started with 12. So we, we almost see that as another region, Brian. And at some point in time, you know, Henry will be in the spot. Well, he'll partner with, with Gary on what's going on up here because it, it's about an hour drive, uh, but fruitful as can be as fruitful as can be. Well, you know, I know that you told me recently that one of the largest churches in Bakersfield has approached you about using Journey and all that. And do you think it has something to do with them being a witness to this fire that's going on while they're they're struggling with what to do, how to do church and all that? And they're seeing you guys doing church right in front of their eyes. Do you think there's a correlation there? 100%. Um, we have uh, three men and two women that go to that church whose lives have been radically changed. They were deacon or elders or college pastors there that led groups there that that big church, probably 15,000 strong, two campuses uh, felt these were the key guys. But when they saw the change, like what in the heck happened to you guys? And they said they learned to be intimate with Jesus. It went from intimacy in the heart uh, and it has changed their lives radically. So uh, the, the pastors of the church said, well, what in the world is this that you guys have gotten a hold of? We need to change the direction of the flow of how we do church. And we see what you're doing, and we see what, what has happened to you. We want some of that. Can we talk? Yes. So we talk. And so currently, uh, Gary alluded to on Thursdays and Fridays, we meet at that big church outdoors in the shade and like you said we had to buy rechargeable lights so we can meet at six in the morning because it's dark we've done that and we have a hundred guys showing up on thursdays and fridays uh for what reason they want to know jesus more intimately we have somewhat i I think i've heard the number 22 pastors showing up or let's call them employees of that church. They don't come with a beacon on their head saying, I work for the church. They come as a normal guy. And it has been refreshing. And they look at taking all their people through that next year. So the the lead pastors wanted the, uh, let's call it the staff to go through it first. So we get to be a part of that, Brian. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, I know that... uh, Gary, you guys are part of that solely business, which a lot of people may or may not know about that, but it's a uh, more of an event ministry helping, a, what is it, a 48-hour encounter with, intimate encounter with God, basically. And it's, you know, geared to anyone who's a non-believer to uh, someone who's been a believer their whole life who maybe didn't ever had an intimate touch. Um, and I know you guys use that as your event, as an on-ramp for people to go through the journey. So how are you guys, I know you haven't been able to do any solely events this year. Uh, so talk about how you're trying to pivot on that on that deal. 
Yeah, so solely solely business has been a um, a huge huge part of our outreach here in Bakersfield, um, and multiple times a year we we host we host an event, and um, it's been a huge catalyst to get people involved in the journey and to to just be an impact in in, in men's lives. Um, well, because of COVID, we're unable to meet at the facility um, on the mountain, and so we we had to come up with some new ideas, and we had some people some people within our ministry uh, that had some really really fascinating ideas of how how they could we could take it virtual and, and also kind of make it make it a hybrid hybrid experience and so we came up with something that we called solely refresh and we uh, developed uh, just a four four to five hour uh, morning on a weekend where men could come and men could be refreshed and we try to we try to emulate uh, some of the things that we would do solely business wise in backyards and so we had 18 or uh, I don't know, maybe 13 to 15 backyards that hosted our first time um, and about 20 20 people 20, 15 to 20 people would go to each backyard and they would spread out in their backyards and then we would satellite them into a main location um, and we would just host host a, a, a day where we had worship we had two speakers we had time where men would would go to their tables and they would share stories uh, and men would connect. And so we ended up having uh, probably 50 to 60 men come online. Uh, we probably had uh, 120 to 140 total come in backyards. Uh, and it just turned out to be an amazing, amazing day. It was a four or five hour morning and it, it really left an impact in so many lives. And so we we're excited to, to do that again here on November 7th and just do another another day of this. But we're trying to take some of the things that were working as great on ramps for us uh, before COVID and trying to figure out a way to make them um, make them somewhat of an experience uh, with COVID now with with virtual experiences. And, and it's turned into a great opportunity. We had people from from Texas, from, uh, from Memphis, Tennessee, from, uh, from Costa Rica, they all called in, uh, to join us on solely refresh. And that was great. And so what, you know, what seems like a setback with COVID, uh, in many ways has become a setup to be able to, to reach further and to impact more lives. And so God is using it. Uh, solely refresh has been an incredible, uh, on ramp for us now. And we're just adapting, like Brad mentioned, being pliable. We're, we're trying to adapt with what we have, but continuing to press forward and share Jesus however we can. Yeah, and I, I, I was privileged to be part of that that day, and I, it was a great event. And, uh, and th this is one thing I love about the virtual stuff is that now, now, like, I can be part of your stuff. I can be part of Tulsa's weekly meeting. You know, I mean, we're, we're even more connected than we ever were before. You know, mm -hmm. it's not just distinguished, distinguished by region. Now we're we're all part of one thing called influencers, you know, so uh, I'll be sure and uh, we'll publicize your November 7th event. So anyone out there who might want to join can jump in because it's uh, it's awesome. Um, uh, hey, Brad, Brian, we're talking. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Les. Ryan, I just want to say, you know, this is straight out of Rocky's playbook. OK, if you're with Rocky ever, he always says, says to you, how's your soul? Well, mm -hmm. what Gary just described is soul refresh. It's exactly what Rocky talks about, and we're just doing it on a big scale. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, Brad, you were mentioning before we started recording, uh, talking about the prayer event you guys did in Baker. So, why don't you just tell everybody what that was? Yeah, it was really uh, it was really something that the Holy Spirit downloaded to Gary, and it was a it was amazing to watch uh, Gary really uh, explore that personally, but then also turn it into an invitation to extend it out to us as a group of uh, of influencers, and so. Um, 
I almost feel like I can't do it justice knowing that it was Gary's uh, thing, but I will do my best and tell you that what, what it really was is that Gary, uh, God put it on Gary's heart, him moving to Bakersfield, being into a new city, really wanting to cover the city um, with, with the Holy Spirit. Uh, essentially to pray for the Holy Spirit to flood the streets of our of our town. I remember as I joined Gary in praying, as he introduced the idea to me that that the Holy Spirit would flood the entire city from every every street corner to every living room, knowing that, you know, we look, people often look at church or even influencer gatherings as like, that's where I will experience uh, God, whether it's an hour on Sunday or an hour on a Tuesday night at a journey group. Well, our prayer was that, that, that they would experience the Holy Spirit every second of every day. And so we began to pray. Gary began to to pray personally. He circled the entire city by himself and started to pray in different locations and God downloaded to him and says, I'm asking for more. I'm asking for you to, to, to reach out to, the, to those who I've raised up in this city to cover this city. So on a day that uh, was set apart, uh, we reached out to a bunch of the co-guides and a bunch of those who have been through the journey, been through the influencers uh, kind of uh, mission uh, ministry. And we had over a hundred people I want to say 150 people, if I remember correctly on the numbers, but it was a number of people scattered at nine different locations throughout the city at each focal point, at each corner of the city, and then meeting together in the ninth uh, spot in the center of the city, uh, coming together after covering all areas. And I'll tell you, it was one of the most radical spiritual movements of the spirit that I had experienced. You, We knew we knew that the city at a, at was being blanketed at the same time, and you could feel it. And uh, yeah, I mean, what that really taught us is the same thing that we learned. What does learner and mentor do before they ever eat? They pray. pray. And oftentimes we kick off these journey seasons and we run right into it because it's the start of a new season. And, and man, that's fantastic. We're excited to get started. But man, what an experience it was to pray for the entire city, to pray for every group, for the groups inside the city, outside of the city, for every person that would see the movement of the Holy Spirit and what he's doing in this place, let them all see it for like a like a light from a, a city built on a hill type of an experience. And so we we've really had these dreams. I know Gary's had even bigger dreams. These dreams of like how big can this get? We're we're on a we're on a call regionally with California, talking about how do we cover the the four corners of California and start doing a prayer day there. How do we cover all the areas where the influences are out throughout the country? Let's let's just designate a prayer day. We know it's a part of the DNA and schedule of the influencers. Uh, journey season is that we have a mini prayer retreat what would that look like to be nationwide globally and so god's done amazing things with that uh locally and can't wait to see what he's going to do with it on an even bigger scale well if i can add even to to that uh one thing i would add to that brian um there's a there's a scripture in zachariah that was really really on my heart um it, it says it's not by might and it's not by power but by my spirit declares the Lord. And he was speaking to Zerubbabel about building the temple when the temple was going to be rebuilt. And it just so hits me that it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit declares the Lord. And it, and it, it cut me to the heart because um, how often, you know, when in ministry or doing many good things, am I living my life as if, you know, change or transformation or the things that I want to happen 
is by might or it is by power. It's by strategy or my, my own craftiness or my skill sets or my abilities. But, but what the Lord says is it's not by any of that. It's by my spirit, declares the Lord. And so we have to get on our knees and send the Holy Spirit ahead of us. We have to make that the priority uh, before we ever go and do ministry. We have to sit with Jesus and send him, send the Holy Spirit ahead of us to go before us. And then we follow in his footsteps. And so the vision behind the prayer day was that we would get all of our a bunch of groups at the same time on the same day on all the different corners of the city, the north, the west, the south, the east, and all the directionals. And at the same time on the same day, we would pray together and send the Holy Spirit ahead of us so that he would move and that we can follow in his footsteps. And, uh, um, and, and so it was amazing. We, uh, like Brad said, we had a, over a hundred people show up and we're going to do it again on November 14th. So we're, we're eager to keep that moving here. And that's just what we want to do. That's the heart of being an influencer is that we're men that sit at God's feet, depend on him. And, and we, we want to send him first. You know, he, we can do nothing apart from him, like Brad was saying, and, and that's how we want to live. Well, and I love it how, you know, the history of this Bakersfield movement was in one church, but God has just expanded your vision for the for the whole city. Now, now the state almost, you know, it's like, it's amazing that God does that, right? You know, if we trust him, he enlarges our vision. You know, it's kind of like the prayer of Jabez, you know, enlarge my territory, you know, and he's, he's inviting us into more, more territory if we're faithful. So you guys are great. You guys are the trendsetters and all that, which we love. And we're telling these new, these new, uh, we just did the DNA summit a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we were trying to tell these new cities, Hey, it, you may think it's just one journey group or one church, but he's going to start enlarging your vision. If you trust him, he's going to, he wants more than, he wants it more than we want it. You know, he wants to reach more people. So, so uh, we've got about five minutes left. Uh, so last, what, what would you, how would you challenge our other uh, regions out there and, or just maybe not challenge, but encourage them. Uh, hopefully they're encouraged by listening to this, but uh, how, how would you just encourage them and to, to keep, pressing on during these times we're living in because it's not it's not ending yet you know the covid and all that doesn't seem to be what would you say less i think it's 100 percent the way we view it god is alive and well and he wants to reach into homes all over the country and we can't sit back uh, i mean throughout scripture if you saw the men that were making a difference they didn't go backwards they were going forwards and and they had God on their side. And every battle they went into, uh, they were able to defeat. Look at David and Goliath. He had no chance. And people might think, oh, with COVID, we don't have a chance. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, we have huge opportunity. More people want Jesus now than ever before. That's my experience. That's why we're seeing an overflow of people more than ever before. Ryan, I think you could even look at, talk to Joy and see how much stuff's being ordered. Why? It's because God is on the move. And he's on the move everywhere, not just here in Bakersfield. Rocky has always called this a hotspot. No, uh, our nation's a hotspot, and it's waiting for us to light that fire. And they just need men like these guys on this call who are willing and ready to take it to another level. And, and that is just giving them Jesus every day. So we're excited as can be. And Everything we've talked about here is available to everyone. The Holy Spirit doesn't say, I'm just going to give Bakersfield a little more time. No, he's available for all of us 24-7. So I, I, I hate it when people say that, that Satan is alive 
and he works 24 hours a day. Well, if he works 24 hours, the Holy Spirit's working 27 hours a day because he ends up the victor. So we've just experienced that here. Mm, that's beautiful. Brad, would you add, would you add anything yeah. as encouragement? Yeah, I'd love to add to it. I, I, I would just simply say this. Um, the night that Jesus um, was taken, and he was going to be crucified the next day. All the disciples ran and locked themselves into a locked room. They ran scared and afraid. Many people have ran scared and afraid. Many even may look at these challenges of what we're facing and saying, I don't know what to do. I just need to wait until it gets back to normal. Jesus in his grace and in his love, he walked through the wall and he met them. And he said, peace be with you. And he poured his Holy Spirit out into those disciples and, and he set the world on fire. In the most radical of times, where persecution was there, there was obstacles. There's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be challenges. And peace is, and God's peace is what trumps it all. God walks in there, even those who were faithful followers. So if you've been discouraged through this, don't be discouraged. God says, do not fear. Do not be discouraged. And then right after uh, the dozens of times he says that in the word, he says, be encouraged. Be encouraged. And the encouragement is, is that he who has won he who has already claimed the victory is the same who is inside of us. And there is nothing, nothing that stands in the, in the way of the kingdom expanding. So that what that does to has done for us and done to my heart is say, now we don't look at the closed door. We look at the open doors. We look at God. What are you trying to teach us in this season? Where's the open door? Are you trying to make it so that we are not comfortable? God says oftentimes, are you going to choose the cross or are you going to choose comfort? Jesus says a fox has a, a den, a bird has a nest, but Christ says nowhere to lay his head. Let us not be comfortable. Let us, let us celebrate these times. Let it, let it stir up in us a, a sense of urgency, a sense of saying, where's the open door that the kingdom may burst through it? Because the world needs it now more than ever. And so I would just say, let us, let us look afresh upon uh, the situation. Let, let the peace of Christ be upon us and know that uh, he loves you right where you're at. And he's got a plan for some major, major kingdom movement for each of us, if we just say yes. That's right. That's good, Brad. Gary, any final words from you? I think these guys are got some inspiring, inspiring words to me. They're firing me up today, just listening to them. But I would, I would just say, Brian, um, we don't here, we don't minimize the the significance of of this of this challenge. You know, we don't we don't minimize the fact that COVID is 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 a is a massive challenge in our society. Um, and some people, you know, we need to honor different different challenges that come with that. And so we are in the trenches with people that are hurting through this, and we are there um, through that. But at the same time, like Brad and Les are alluding to, um, it, it's not it doesn't become a wall to stop. It, it becomes something that we become pliable to to sit at God's feet even more and listen to His voice about how we can further the gospel in new ways. Um, and, and so as we strive to do that, um, you know, we don't minimize, but we, we definitely don't get discouraged because the open doors are there and, and God is going to keep moving and we're going to keep sharing Jesus, whether we're in a backyard or in a home or whether we're online, uh, we're going to find ways to, to refresh. We're going to find ways to encourage. We're going to find ways to care for our brothers and, uh, and do that however we can. Um, and so that's our heart and, and, uh, and it's possible. We're seeing that we're seeing God move in many ways here through tapping shoulders, through continuing to be real with each other, through continuing to do the journey. Um, and, uh, and it's an honor to be able to do it with these men and with, with you, Brian, and with all of our influencers around the country. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. We get, our time is up, but I appreciate you guys sharing your hearts. And uh, I know everyone will be encouraged to, to hear about it. Uh, we just got to keep sharing the good news because there is a lot of great things happening despite all the 
the negative news, there's a lot of great things happening in our ministry. So I uh, wanted people to hear about it. So thank you guys for your time. So anyway, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. If you'd like to look at some of our other, uh, listen to some of our other podcasts, they're on the website under uh, resources and podcasts. Uh, we've had a lot of different interviews and different things you can listen to. Um, and if you'd like to send us a note about anything, if we can help you get into a journey group or get you plugged in anywhere, be sure to reach out to us on our website, influencers.org. We'd love to, we'd love to help you. My name is Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers Global Mystery, Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you. me.